So you get mad and flip the table? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love controversy. They love controversy. I ain't about to have him flip the table and causing a ruckus. Man, we need to ask people to leave. Hey, welcome I'm- everybody to the Footballers Island Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Sean with me. We got Tim in the house. In the house. Watch your mouth. <laughs> we got Tim in the house. Watch your mouth. Uh, today we are going to go over a fantasy football mock draft 10 team full ppr yes sir hey tim do you get in any leagues that's not full ppr anymore no i don't i don't even waste my time so. it, it does it seems like it's not fun yeah I, it's not it's not fun i no i don't who wanted to see like for me i like leagues where everybody can score you know i don't want just uh, you know, defenses out there who get you one or two points a game. Like, no, if the defense make a play, let them get some points. If you get a long touchdown, let them get some points. Like, I hate those leagues that's, like, just selfish with the points. Like, we're not playing real and football. I feel like like a full PPR keeps you locked into the game more. Like, you, and you trying to watch every game. You're trying to see every highlight, every play. So, yeah, nah, I don't even waste my time for that full PPR. Shoot, that's one of the best things about our league because we do, you know, Point per catch, yes. incompletions, completions. Yes. So it's like literally the points are fluctuating uh-huh. probably on every possession, which just kind of makes for a more entertaining game, if you ask me. It's a we like to play arcade mode around here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for, for sure. We like we like arcade mode, man. Hey, but think about it: the best games that you can remember. People say stuff yeah. like, man, it was like a video game. Exactly. Everybody remember when Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes played in college. Texas Tech, oh, you, and it was just like going crazy. Man, like, come bro, on. That shit is like a fucking video game. So, uh, like I said, we're just going to kind of go through step by step, let you guys know what our thought process was, why we drafted, who we drafted, and where we drafted them. And, you know, by the end of the show, you guys agree that shit, I just, you know, thoroughly outdrafted this guy. That's not true. Okay, what we're actually doing, which look, when you're drafting, you may be thinking of a player, you may be kind of on the fence about that player. We're just like we're the same way. We we just try to say, hey, winning fantasy football, a a lot of it is luck. (laughs) You got injuries, you got coaches, you got all type of things going on. So you just want to have a greater probability to beat other people. And the best way to start out is having a good draft. Mm-hmm. And with that luck at the same time, to, as to what you're saying, like, it's not just about the draft either. Like, mm-hmm. the draft is the first key. But locking in week by week, picking up waivers, seeing who's injured, seeing who's playing who, like, all of that is part of it. And I will say, you, you can't win your draft the first, second, third round. But you can lose it by drafting the wrong player. And I, I will tell you that because, I, as you know, I've done that more than once. It, I mean, again, it's it's it, and it's a part of it, man. Yeah. So that's why y'all need to lock in with us week after week because we want to kind of keep y'all up to date on what's going on, who you need to be checked for on the waivers, and True. I mean, we just want to kind of carry y'all to a championship. That's so just lock in with us. Oh, you're gonna sure we're gonna sure in our, our pain of fantasy football. <laughs> Yeah. You're going to see our, our struggles, 
just like we're going to see your struggles and our successes. And when I beat Sean and he owes me like 13 super subs, I mean, that's what it's going to be. Man, I ain't going to front, bro. I, I kind of think this is going to happen. I'm going to come in here a week after I don't lost, right? And we're going to get to talking, and then it's going to be like, shit, shit. You know? <laughs> it's going to start going crazy. It's going to be like, man. And I think people out there is going to feel like, yeah, man, I know they feel like Man, that. man, we do. But, but we love it, though. Yeah, I don't really it. lose that much. So that's, that's yeah. probably what we Not to get to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, I ain't got time for this shit. All right, uh, so we started the draft. Tim ended up getting the second pick in the draft. I think I was uh, picked seven in a 10-team uh, league. Uh, we usually go with 10 teams. I know a lot of you guys have to play 12-team leagues, but, again, it's a fun fact. Like, 12 teams kind of stretched out. takes a little bit more knowledge, but if you got 10 good friends, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's good. So uh, number one off the board, of course, was Christian McCaff- McCaffrey, if I can speak. Uh, Tim was uh, second. Who you get, Tim? I ended up getting Diamond Cook with the uh, second pick. And I, I'm not going to lie. I went back and forth between him and Derrick Henry. As you know, I had Derrick Henry last year. It got me to the championship game. I didn't win the championship, but it got me to the championship game. But I, I kind of went with Diamond Cook just because I started to look at both teams. I kind of seen who the Titans picked up in offseason with Julio. A.J. Brown is emerging. Ryan Tannehill is, I mean, He's look, he looked good, good last year. He's going to look even better this year. So I think they're going to kind of ease off of using Derrick Henry so much. And then I looked at Minnesota. They got a, a better defense. They they got that kind of that situation kind of tied up. Also, I mean, Davin Cook, he, he, rushing shirts for his team, it was 79%. Besides this, you know, his shoulder injury, if he doesn't get injured, I think he can have a similar season that uh, Derrick Henry had last year. Rush for over 2,000 yards. And with double-digit touchdowns, I mean, I, I I did struggle. Either they were 2A and 2B for me. Right, right. See, my biggest downside with Derrick Henry is, man, my guy had 378 attempts last year. So, yeah. once you get over that 350 mark, like, yeah, that's, his history mm-hmm. shows that that next season after you get 350 rushing attempts, it's not the best. I think Derrick Henry is just different. Uh, animal and the same beast at the same time that what Kobe says. But yeah, uh, I, I just personally wouldn't pick Derrick Henry uh, high. Dalvin Cook, you know, definitely seems like if Christian McCaffrey is clear-cut number one across the board, then um, Dalvin Cook is definitely number two. Do you think that there's anybody, and I know that you didn't pick one, is there anybody who you can pick aside from Christian McCaffrey or if you don't pick him or you just think overthinking? I think you're overthinking it. I mean, I, I think – I mean, you can take a sh- – maybe Dalvin Cook, maybe. But the upside with Christian McCaffrey is just – we've seen him. I mean, he could, he can literally win you four to five games just by himself. So, I mean, I think if you – I think you're probably overthinking it if you don't take Christian McCaffrey first. But, again, injuries, but every running back get injured. I mean, you, you, do you keep talking about injuries with running backs? I mean, you're going to be – you're not going to draft no running backs. Exactly. So after uh, Tim picked Alvin Cook, uh, Team 3, we had Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley. Um, that just seemed like it's been pretty standard. Those are the top six people off the board. I still have my hangups about Saquon Barkley, uh, maybe because I drafted him one year, you know. But, you know, that's. He hurt me, coach. <laughs> so I was up at Team 7. Yeah. Team 7, uh, I went ahead and picked uh, the. Monte Adams, who I think is just now, – Now, let me ask you this. 
Go ahead. I, and I want a truthful answer. Yes. Would you have picked him if Aaron Rodgers was not coming back? No. There's no way. No. No. Well, I, I would have picked him. I wouldn't have picked well, I mean, him. Yeah, I mean, would you have picked him in the first round? No. What round would you have probably maybe taken him? Uh, he wouldn't have dropped past the second. Past second, right? okay. Yeah. Like, so you got. Like, okay. I mean, he he's literally just one of the better receivers in the league. This right? is true. Uh, year after year, you know, he he puts up yards, he puts up the touchdowns, he puts up the touchdowns, he puts up the fucking touchdowns. He does. Like this is what he does. <laughs> like when they get in the goal line situation. I know, you know, the defense knows. Everybody knows he's going to Devontae Adams. Uh, they run him out the backfield. They just got sold. They have such creative plays to get so, the guy in the end zone. It's just so. Are you? I mean, are you? Are you concerned any bit? I mean, because you know, you still got my guy uh, Aaron Jones, right? Right. And you got you got Super Cavs and AJ Dillon. Yeah. So, do you feel that those two running backs are going to take anything away from him in the red zone? No. Uh, because because they've been there, they've been yeah. there, and for me, or I, I think I will there, say I I do think they're gonna use AJ Dillon a lot more this year. Yeah. I think they are, but well, they just paid Aaron Jones, mm-hmm. and I don't think that they're going to be doing anything except for what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. <laughs> That's his truth. And, it's Aaron's, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers, Aaron's team. He came out last year and won the MVP while he was pissed off at him. They pissed him off some more. Oh, he's super pissed. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams put up the Jordan and, <laughs> and Pippen last day. <laughs> last day. So, no, these they not coming to play with nobody. They're not, they not here for play play this year. Okay. Like Aaron Rodgers okay. – and uh and uh, Devontae Adams okay. ain't here for play play this year. So I, after that, we had uh Nick Chubb go off the board, then followed by Jonathan Taylor. Ooh, my sleeper. I I, I would have picked him right there if I was the ninth pick. Then we had a first tight end go in Travis Kelsey. And then right after that, what was the fifth first pick of the second round? Sean? First pick of the second round was a uh, Tyreek Hill. So we had a uh, team ten going back to back uh Chiefs, they they went they went a uh, Kelsey Tyreek Hill, which I can't be mad at that because both of those people are difference makers. Like yeah. having Travis Kelsey yeah. at the tight end position, you just have you have a big joker. You had a big joker on any team that you play because week after week you'll have some weeks where you know some other tight ends will step up and do something. But week after week, Travis Kelsey is putting up wide receiver numbers, and you know Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. Uh, after Tyreek Hill, you had uh, Austin Eckler. Uh, that scares me. You heard his coach came back and said they're going to have a committee this year. He said uh, he thinks run back by committee what? changes the pace on defense and keeps defenses off balance. I mean, I always thought of that like Eckler to me has always seemed good as like the second back. I mean, the feature guy, I just, I've never really trusted him as a feature guy. Big man. I mean, I've never really trusted him. So, I mean, the Eggman took me to the championship one year. I never say nothing bad about Eggman. Yeah. And I think, too, in a full PPR, some of these backs, you kind of got to look at them from that standpoint, yeah, too. Yeah, that's true. even Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara, from a rushing standpoint, he's not the best running back on the board, but he can catch. He can, You know what I'm saying? He's going to catch a lot of passes, and I think the same thing with Eckler. Um, after Eckler, Aaron Jones went off the board and uh, for my second pick. So let me tell you guys. Based on where I was drafting at, it kind of changed my draft step track. Mm-hmm. I didn't come into the draft 
wanting to go wide receiver heavy, but just based Who on you? Yeah, Mr. But, wide receiver heavy himself. Hey, what are you talking based about? On, based on where I was drafted and Man. the players who were left on the board, yeah, okay, it just kind of worked like that. Like, All right, I'm not going to pick a running back who I think is less than mm-hmm. over a wide receiver who I think is top tier. Okay, I got who I believe is the best wide receiver in the game, Devontae Adams, in round one, uh-huh. and then in round two, it just so happened that I think. 1B, as far as wide receivers, fell to me. So I picked up Stephon Diggs, who led the league in targets, receptions, and yards last year. Okay. So my first two picks was Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs. Do you think after Josh Allen's season he had last year, is he going to take a step back? No. Just a slight step back? I think that he is going to take a leap forward. I think I think the Bills are going to be one of the better teams in the AFC. I think that mm-hmm. they are in a weak division with the Jets, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. And I think that Josh Allen is going to go okay, okay. crazy. I only ask, okay, can we make our first bet right now? Yes. Okay, I want to know, over or under, Stefan Diggs with more than, a, more than 100 receptions this year? Over or under 100 receptions for Stefan yes. Diggs? Last year, Stephon Diggs got 166 targets. Um, he had how many receptions? 127 receptions. Mm-hmm. I will take over. Okay, that's one sub. One sub. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say under. You gonna say under? I'm gonna say under. I'm gonna say under 100 receptions this year. Okay. Do you think that the Bills are gonna lose that division? No, I don't. I, what, 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 I, I think. I think. That Josh Allen's gonna take a slight step back this year. Okay. Hey, we locked into that bet. Stefan Diggs under 100 catches for 10. No, receptions. Yeah, receptions. Hey, so So, after that, the first quarterback went off the board, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I mean, second round. Look, you can't be mad at it because, I mean, shit. Shit. I'll say, look, okay, I'll say this, man. I'll. I like Mahomes early if I get him as a stack, I guess. I don't know. I mean, quarterbacks early to me, you know my stance on it. I, I try to wait till the very last minute. I mean, I'll, I'll take a quarterback, but he has to be that guy. And Patrick Mahomes is one of those that are that guy. I got maybe I got maybe three of those that I would be like, man, I would think twice and be like, damn, maybe I should take him if I really, really like what he, I think he's going to do that year. And right. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, it's early, that's early though, man. I mean, he went. And, and and I love Mahomes again, best quarterback in the league. Him or Aaron Rodgers, you know what I'm saying? Kind of take your pick, but he don't get you those rushing numbers that the other people got. Now, granted, he's gonna throw for probably about five thousand yards. You know, like he he just is, and yeah. and he's gotta be the first quarterback off the board. Yeah. But you know, when you have other quarterbacks that get you those rushing numbers, who can get you some of the passing numbers? I just think that it's a reach to go for him in the second. Yeah, um, just right. just a, just wait a little bit. Just wait a, a little bit. I mean, maybe fourth round. I, I mean, you can catch him fourth. If I catch him fourth, yeah, I'm I'm definitely catching him on, in the fourth. But ooh, second, ooh, that's a lot of players. So yeah, right as Mahomes, we had Najee Harris, uh, team four pick DeAndre Hopkins. And then we had Antonio Gibson go. And then my pick of my guy, who I think is going to have a hell of a bounce back year this year, Joe Mixon for the Bengals. Listen, he could be a top five running back this year. Could be. 
Bernard's gone. He's out the door. So I will say this. He has a he has the ability to get between eighty and ninety pass targets as a running back. And we playing full PPR league, man. I, I got him in the second round. I put him with Dalvin Cook. Yeah. It's championship. That's 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 it. I can build I can build my whole team around them two running backs, and that's my strategy. That's what I love to do. I like to get those two K Mitch running backs, and then I want to build all the way around that. Because I don't have to worry about the position no more. I mean, again, unless something happens as far as injury or something, I don't have to worry about those. You, we know what that waiver wire looked like with them running backs, man. It is terrible. And, and when you bring up injury, like for me, if they get injured or if they're nicked up during the preseason, I tend to stay away from them in the draft. But for backs who are healthy, you can't. Bank, you can't draft based off of somebody who might get hurt. Yeah. Anybody yeah. might get hurt. You got to yeah. get the best person. You got to get the best one available. And, and Joe Mixon, you know, he is one of the better running backs in the league. And he but, a sooner. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, you can't, I can't just, pass up on no sooner. He just play on such a sorry team. He just, he just a sorry ass team. I mean, they yeah, they sorry. They sorry. But look, okay. And, and look. I mean, they said in camp, Joe looking a little shaky. Looking a little shaky. That's true. I mean, I mean if that is true, they got to lean on him. <laughs> he got happy feet. <laughs> <laughs> he got happy feet. But I will say this, man. They going to lean on Joe this year. He's going to come back healthy. And I, that's a steal for me. If I I got him the I got him the late second round, yeah, that's a steal. He was a came I was glad he fell to me. I really was. I was I was excited when I got him. Got so. you. So then we back at the turn. DK Metcalf and Calvin Ridley both went to team one. That team was kind of looking beefy. Yeah, that boy beefy. Yeah. And Calvin Ridley, shit. And so then it went back around to Tim. And, uh, I got my guy, Justin Jefferson. Look, man, I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to be a top five wide receiver. Okay? From week 10 on, this guy averaged. 96 yards a game. He had 14.3 yards per completion. Right. He set a rookie record. Like, I'm, can I say Randy Mosses? Is that is that a word? Randy Mosses? He's Randy Mosses. Randy Mosses? Yeah, you got to put a couple of extra. Okay, he's, he's Randy Mosses in right. Minnesota, and he plays for the Vikings. Great, man, come on, man. All right, so. This is my question. I know what you're going to say. Because <laughs> you know I'm about to talk about you getting two players from the Vikings. Yeah, you are. And you I don't do that. Look, that's, hold on. Disclaimer. I have always talked about people. I'll look at you. You got two players starting from the same team this week, huh? I, I have done that before in the past. But, yeah, I did it this year. So, this is my thing. Because we talked about the uh, team 10 getting Travis uh-huh. Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Okay. I think that Patrick Mahomes can support a top five receiver and uh-huh. a top five tight end. Okay. I don't know if Mr. Antibex <laughs> is going to be on the team. Mr. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Kirk Cousins, you know what I'm saying, got what it takes to support a top five running back. Why not, though? Why not? The Vikings and I but he did it last year. Did he not? This um, guy, Jefferson, had 1,400 yards. He had 125 targets. I mean, come on, and seven touchdowns. Come, I mean, what do you want me to do? Even, even after after that, what your stat that you like? Yeah, he had 
450 yak last year. I so, mean, no, I mean, Jefferson is a dog. He did it last year. I mean, and you, I look, I know you got you got Thielen over there. He getting a little bit of long in the tooth. But again, he keeps defenses honest. Like, you have to, Minnesota's offense to me is like, what do we do? Like, we got to stop Dalvin Cook. We got to stop Thielen. We got to stop Jefferson. Like, they eating, man. Yeah. They eating and I okay. they eating. So and like this, I said, they defense is better. So they're gonna eat even more. This this is my next question. Yeah. In that division you have the Packers, uh huh, you have the Bears, uh huh, you have the Lions. Oof, yeah. Mm, eating. Where does uh where does Minnesota come in on that list? Are they better than the Packers? They the just Packers? I, I would say they right behind the Packers. Uh, they, yeah, they better than the Bears in in Detroit. Come on, man. I mean the birds are gonna be good. When Justin Fields, you gets, seen them in that preseason? I did, I did, but man, uh, they, he ain't leading them to the playoffs this year. Like Mitchell Trubisky, damn, they're leading to the playoffs, and Justin Jefferson better than Mitchell Trubisky <laughs> right now, today. Nah, All right, but uh, after Justin Jefferson, we had uh, AJ Brown, Darren Waller, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson. So it came back to me. Who'd you take, Sean? In this instance, like it just so happened that. It was one more of the top trick tight ends on mm. board. I think that you got Kelsey, tier one. Yeah. Tier two, you have Darren Waller and George Kittle. Uh, in all the mock drafts that I've been doing, I've never really got the opportunity to get one of those yeah. top tight ends, right? Okay. I I think the Kelsey's a dog. I don't like drafting him in the first round, so I'm never going to get him, right? Yeah. And this time I had the opportunity to actually get one of those top trick tight ends, and I just couldn't pass him, so I went ahead and picked up George Kittle. Okay. I mean, he's coming back off that that injury. I mean, hell, the whole San Francisco team coming back off the injury. Yeah. But I, I like the pick. I, I mean, I like and I like Kittle. It, it is somebody in there in 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 this draft that I I may have went with if I was you because you got those two wide receivers early mm-hmm. just to kind of tie up your running back position. We'll talk about him later when we come across him though. Hey, let me ask you a question, Tim. Yeah, because like I said, I never really get the chance to get George Kittle in any draft because it, you know it just I've tried to trade for Kittle. Trade I don't know him. how many years though. I, I don't usually get him either, but I tell you, I always try to trade for him. Let me ask you this: I know you've done several mock drafts at this point. Who do you find that you always end up on with on your team? Like for me, most mock drafts I do, I always end up with Terry McLaurin, and I don't know why, but it seemed like. Maybe I'm higher on him than somebody else, but he always ends up on my team. Oh, who, then, are you talking you, about this year? This yeah, is yeah. Oh, and Justin, 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 Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm in love with him. <laughs> Out of the seven I've done, I had him five times, and that's just because somebody picked him before yeah. me. But yeah, Justin Jefferson for me, man. I, I just like him as. I mean, I watched him last year, and I was like, God, man, he is. He's so good to me. He just looks like he looks like the best wide receiver to me. Why? Because this nigga do the greedy every time. And he got the best dance moves in the game, though. He scored a touchdown. Man, I can't wait to Odell come back. He got the best dance move. He got Odell beat already. He a rookie. Gotcha. You wait to this. You wait to this year. All he right. So uh, after uh, George Kittle, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Clyde Edwards, Delaire, we'll never pick him again. C.D. Lamb, Josh Allen, Robert Woods. And uh, then I was back on the board. Back on the board. At the 3.04, I went with who I still believe to be the number one wide receiver in Dallas. Uh-oh. I see him and uh, I see this guy, Dak Prescott, getting some uh, catches in on the sideline. I've been missing him on hard knocks, though. Where's he at? He just came off the pup. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he's a seasoned vet, bro. Season mm. vet. I went with Amari Cooper. 
Cooper. Yeah, Amari Cooper. And I know what y'all thinking. Uh, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs, George Kittle, Amari Cooper. This guy haven't got a running back. Hey, I wasn't going to say nothing, man, but God. Listen, God. Let me tell y'all. Like I said, at this point, based on how the draft went, okay. I had to make a draft strategy. Okay. I went wide receiver heavy. Have you ever seen uh, what's the movie with Ben Stiller, bro? Uh, uh, where the dude, uh, what you mean, you people? Oh, uh, Tropical Thunder. That's tropical my joke. That's my oh, hold on, no. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go full retarded. Right? <laughs> you, <gotta laughs> you, you go full retarded. Yeah. You're coming back. Yeah, you know, so once you go wide receiver, <laughs> you got to dive in. You can't now get. get you but, but, okay. I, you can't get three pass you, catches and then you, you got to need to run it back. You, you as a Cowboy fan. You as a Cowboy fan, right? Yes. Is there a possibility that CeeDee Lamb could emerge as the number one receiver in Dallas? Yes. He is talented. Yes. I seen him go up like three flights of stairs and catch a, a pass from a guy that shouldn't even be a quarterback in hard knocks. Thanks. But I mean, my th- I, I, I don't know. This is my thing. I don't Amari know. Cooper. Be. Amari Cooper last year when he was he got hurt. Yeah. Right? But he still went for eleven. He did. Yards. Still went for eleven hundred yards. How many receptions did he have last year? Uh, he over looked ninety. Like 90 looked like over ninety uh, receptions last year. So whenever you Whenever you just kind of judging a player like yeah. Amari Cooper, I kind of put him, and, and it's hard to it's hard to see for some people, but I put him in the upper echelon of receivers because even Ooh, back, he, what what tier is, is Cooper in? Yeah, in tier two, tier three. Yeah, probably tier two. Tier two. Yeah, ever Ooh. since ever since he's played for the Raiders, he's put up thousands of yard seasons every year. Oh, uh, every year. And, and, and I got Amari Cooper in tier two. I don't know. I got to go. I have to go back. Yeah, and look you have and see. to go back and, and stat it out. Yeah, man. I got to stat. I got to check that one out. If you look at Amari Cooper's stats year after year, uh-huh. like I mean, shoot, he 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 just gets it done. Now the thing about Amari Cooper is he does always like have some kind of lingering injury. So if you go back to 2015 when he came in his rookie season, uh-huh. thousand yard season, you got 1116. 17 he got hurt, but then he got traded to the Dallas Cowboys. All three years with the Dallas Cowboys, he's had over a thousand yards. The last two seasons, over eleven hundred both times. So, aside from the one year that he got hurt, yeah, this guy averages over a thousand yards a season for his career. I, I may have him. I may have him low to three or, or two or four, maybe, may, maybe two or three, right. maybe two or three. I I may put him right there. Hey, Behind ask. Brown and AJ Brown and McLaren. Oh no, he's not. He's definitely ahead of both of them. They, you think so, bro? They ain't got no dip on their chip. They're too young, bro. They're I'm talking. I'm talking going into this season. I'm, I'm talking about going into this, this season, season right now. What he could be? What he could be? Brown silky smooth. <laughs> silky smooth. Niggas got gorilla glue hands. <laughs> All right, so you okay? So right after he picked the Mari Cooper, right? My guy that I think is going to happen. And, and people don't like this guy, but I, I, if I had a chance to get him, I would have got him in the fourth round. David Montgomery. I would have got him. I mean, I, I don't know what it is about people not liking him as a running back, but I, I think he's a great – I think he's a pretty decent running back. In the fourth round, that's value. I, for you to went to go so running back heavy, I mean wide receiver heavy, I would have thought you would take David Montgomery in the fourth. Sometimes you gotta go for a retarded. Yeah, <laughs> this is coming from a cowboy fan too, though. So yeah, I, I can't. I mean, you 
I don't care what nobody tell you. When you play fantasy football, those team loyalties sometimes come into play, especially when you drafted. A guy that drafted T.Y. Hilton until I had to say, stop. Yeah. Just stop doing it. But, hey, yeah, I, I feel you, man. Okay, I feel you. And then, I'll say, so I, right after that, we had uh, Julio Jones, uh, DeAndre Swift. Then we had Chris Godwin. And then I went with Kyler Murray. Second quarterback off the board. Second quarterback off the board, but I got him in the fourth round. So I got him in the fourth round. And what if I told you last year that for the first 11 weeks, he averaged five more points than Patrick Mahomes. Right. And I got him in the fourth round. Yeah, I, I know that because he was on my team. Yeah, I know you know yeah. that. I know you know that because you was killing us. You was tearing the league up. You was you was going ham. We was like, is he gonna lose a game? And then and that showed that shoulder. That shoulder. So he went from averaging twenty nine point five fantasy points down to sixteen and a half. Man, can I have a brief moment just to kind of air out some grievances? Now go ahead, man. I, I ain't gonna hold it. Missy shoulder. You did. I picked up Clyde. That was alert. You did. I jumped all we was. It was Sean Baptist Hospital. Yes. <laughs> I, I went. I went. Clyde was alert because I jumped on the hype train. Le'Veon Bell and I picked up Le'Veon Bell off of waivers because he's a free agent. Oh, you and was then excited! I'm like, oh, he's going to go anywhere. He's going to go. He comes and just fucks up. <laughs> he flies. He goes to freaking Kansas City. <laughs> oh, what does Sean do? Sean is ahead of the curve. I'm going to pick up freaking Antonio Brown, who's a free agent. He can go anywhere. He can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Sean has Chris Godwin. Antonio Brown goes. Uh, and Brown goes that whole thing. Freaking Josh Jacobs. Uh, you know what? I, I fucking hate fantasy. I don't even know what we're doing. He loves him. Sir, another one. <laughs> Can I have another one, sir? <laughs> That's fucked up. They make you freaking. They charge you for getting your own. <laughs> they do. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, like we never left. We're here with the 10 team PPR fantasy football mock draft. As of right now, if you're just joining us, I have been absolutely destroying Tim in this draft. Tim is up there trying to hit record on my phone. I don't think that he knows what he's doing, ladies and gentlemen. Let me go back before he fucks this up. He's in Audible. How the hell are you in Audible? <laughs> hey, your phone was sideways, man. I was trying to click, click, click your stuff, man. I don't know how cricket phones work. I got no damn cricket. <laughs> I'm a Samsung man. This is Samsung. Wait, where did we start when you? Who'd you pick? What was we talking about? Uh, I had just one of my little tirades. Oh, about Kyler Murray? Yeah, then I, it probably wouldn't even have made the show. Your tirade was funny, though. Can I be it? His tirade was hilarious. We stopped at Kyler. Oh, we went Cooper Cup. Oh, we should hold on. You recording? Yeah, I'm recording. It's been recording for a minute. Yeah, edit that out. Yeah. Timestamp 11:59. Hey, 11:59. We got. <laughs> <laughs> but shit, man. Um. So you picked Kyler. Yeah. yeah you already far been, on yeah, out. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins, yep. Cooper Cup, Deontay Johnson. Oh shoot, that's your pick. That is my pick. You know, no more receiver in Pittsburgh. Like I said, they've been trying to run the ball with for the last five seasons in Pittsburgh. Right. And it just seems like it's not working. They got Najee Harris, so we'll see if it pans out. But in the fifth round, if I can get Pittsburgh's number one receiver, I'm going to go ahead and get him. He is Big Ben's safety blanket. Right. He he runs good routes. Um, he's going he's gonna to pack up. He's going to 
the receptions are gonna be there. Catch a lot of balls. Catch a lot of balls, pause. But he do catch a lot of balls. Yeah. Then right after that, yeah. Well, have you ever seen a relationship that ended that both people probably left and realized that they needed each other more <laughs> than Le'Veon Bell and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah. Le'Veon yeah. trying to replace Bro. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh trying to replace yeah, it's like Le'Veon. that. It's like that couple that got divorced and then five years later they're like, oh, they back together. Yeah, I knew they was yeah. gonna be back together. Y'all, like, y'all, y'all should have never left. This should have never left y'all each, other. each other. And y'all made each other great. Yeah. And then y'all just couldn't get along just for that brief moment. Like, Gee. you gotta fight through it. This nigga like me, I was so petty, he didn't play for you. <laughs> hey, Pittsburgh can't run the ball since he uh, left. They, they tried it all. They haven't. I mean, they they went through James Conner. They went through, uh, what was my other they guy? Had, they uh, had James Conner, McFarland. Yeah, McFarland. Uh, I couldn't just, think of uh, Just a million different people trying to, uh, Samuels. Yeah. Million it just ain't working. Trying to it ain't working. eat the big piece of chicken, but Le'Veon wasn't there no more. <laughs> Nigga, you talking about the triple B's. We ain't talking about big ball. We talking about <laughs> Bell, Ben, and freaking uh, Brown. Brown. And hey, man, yeah, they just sort of kept the band together, man. They should have kept the band together. I love watching them. I love watching them three play football, yeah, man. Bro, for them not to win the Super Bowl is man, that's pretty damn sad. Yeah, it really is. It really is. But you know, yeah. that's in the past. That is. Next, we had Adam Thielen, who's also in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Why you think I love Justin Jefferson? <laughs> uh, now nah, look, Thielen, he is getting long with the tooth, but man, I mean, he he's he's serviceable. I mean, the, the guy picked him in the fifth round, but. Thielen catch. Thielen's gonna give you one crazy catch a year that's gonna be like, damn, but yeah. Thielen still got it. Yeah. But he ain't got it. They got rid of freaking he got rid of freaking uh, uh Stefan Diggs and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> this is the team in which you put your faith. But I mean they got Justin Jefferson hey, look, and Thielen, and Thielen, and Thielen, Thielen with Thielen. All right, we getting up. Okay, so we got Lamar Jackson next in the fifth round. Again, you wait on those quarterbacks, man. They're going to be there. You just just wait. Fifth round, sixth round, fourth. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be there. Followed by DJ Moore. Uh, We got Jamar Chase. And then my man Sean, he had the next pick. Who'd you grab? Man, I had to go with Chris Carson. Mm -hmm. Uh, At this point, I I don't have any depth in my backfield. Um, but, you know, I like Chris Carson in the fifth round. He is the clear number one for them. I know he was injured last year, but the two years prior to last year, he went over 1,100 yards both times. Uh, like I said, Chris Carson has never been an issue of talent for him. It's been more of like a fumbling issue. Like, you know, he did have fumbleitis. He kind of cleared that up last year and was on his way. You know, he can catch the ball out the backfield. with can. PPR. And I think that that's what I'm looking for going forward. Uh, because I didn't get any of the top tier backs, yeah, I'm looking for backs who can catch out the backfield. Because this is a full PPR league, mm-hmm. I'm looking for backs who can give me a little bit more than just running the ball. And I think Chris Carson can do that. And I, I like that pick. I, I I like that pick. He was on pace last year to get over 50 receptions. I mean, that is that is some. I mean, you yeah. playing PPR? That is amazing. Yeah. I mean, but they paid him, so he got paid. And if he just stays healthy like the rest of your team, <laughs> you boy, you won't injure away from being hurt, boy. But if he stays healthy, then I, I like that pick for you. I like that pick. And, and you say that, and you bring up injury, and I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. But I think that that's the case uh, for everybody. If you go yeah. back and you look at. Yeah, uh, I mean, you the, play the, the bottom game. Picks from last year. Yeah. 
You had Christian McCaffrey, uh-huh. Saquon Barkley, a uh, clear cut one, two. Neither one of those guys finished the season. You had Zeke, you who was a top five pick, oh, ADP wise. Yeah. Didn't finish the season. Uh, I, you know, most running backs, Derrick Henry was going in the third round, second round. I know. I, 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 was, and, I thought twice about drafting the guy. And so I think that football is a dangerous sport. And so, you know, like, so injuries can happen on any given play. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I just don't think that that's something that you can bank on. You have to just kind of go with what feels right to you. Yeah. And for me, uh, you know, because Carson didn't feel right, but shit, fuck He felt right to you. Yeah, he felt. <laughs> I will say this, though. I don't think you're going to have as many injuries this year as you had last year. Because you have to think about last year. that Those training camps were shortened. I mean, we had the situation going on with the pandemic. So, I don't think we're going to see as many injuries this year as many we've seen last year. How do you think the extra game is going to affect injuries? Look, it is an extra game. Yeah, I, look, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I think that a lot of smart coaches are going to be like, hey, we got we got our position in the playoffs tied up. I, I'm not playing these guys. For what? So, like, so I mean, you, unless you're fighting for something, I, why, why, why am I going to push out? Why am I going to throw my superstar out there? True, true. And what he just said – Make sure that you're not playing the last week of the season. Oh, yes. Make Don't sure that the championship that. is before the yeah. last week. Because there's no reason in the world that the two best mm-hmm. teams should be potentially without. Because let's be honest, yeah. if you're in a championship, that means that you probably had good players on the good yes. team. You do not want do. to have to go into the championship game without your best player because yeah. the coach is sitting there. And now you're playing a waiver game in the championship. Yeah, you don't want the toilet bowl. Championship, you you don't. I mean, you don't. You're not. If everybody's not having the stars out there, it's it's gonna be the toilet bowl of championships. Yeah. So yeah, I must agree with you. After Chris Carson, we had Tyler Lockett, Brandon Ayuk, Ayuk, uh, <laughs> Miles Sanders, Kenny Galladay, uh, Chase Claypool, uh, Mark Andrews, and I was back on the clock again. Yeah, I didn't get any running backs. <laughs> I, so I need some backs. Now I am scrambling for <laughs> running backs. Uh, I like Chris Carson, and yeah. I also like this guy who fell to me, especially since Cam Akers. We know he does for the season. Uh, I got Daryl Henderson, again, somebody who can catch out the backfield, somebody who I believe is on a team that can support a good running back. We've seen what Ty Gurley did. We've seen what Cam Akers did when given the opportunity last yeah. year. I think Sean McVay is one of the better young coaches in the league, and I think that Daryl Henderson has the potential – to be a very good running back. I don't know about a top 10 running back, but a serviceable running back that you can play week to week. Yeah, I mean, last year, it was, he had a six-game stretch. Well, five of those six games, he had more than 10 carries. I, he's a big guy, so red zone-wise, he can, you know, he may be able to rack you up some touchdowns. And like I said, Cam Akers is gone, so, I mean, you have to rely on Daryl Henderson. We'll just, just see if uh, any other running backs emerge, which I, I, I don't know. And uh, – after I picked Daryl Henderson, we had uh, T. Higgins off the board, T.J. Hawkinson, uh, Travis Etienne, Kyle Pitts, and uh, Tim was back up with his uh, six oh nine pick. Yeah, six round. We got my man Odell. Reach back like one three, like one three. <laughs> Look, I got the dancing wide receivers. Okay, I got Odell. I got Justin Jefferson. But for me, getting Odell in the six round—that's a value pick, man. I mean, he could he could get me more than 120 targets, uh, receptions this coming up season. I mean, you got a uh, offensive coordinator and uh, Kevin uh, Spansky. 
But I will say that uh, having Odell in the sixth round was more just a value pick. I mean, if he can, he doesn't have to be Odell of old to give me return in the sixth round. I just need him to be Odell of just a serviceable Odell. Right. right. And I mean, you got Baker. Uh, again, we know Cleveland's going to try to run the ball with Nick Chubb and Hunt, but. Like I said, six-round value pick, Odell. I just, I mean, it was a good I, I value like, pick. I like the pick. I like the pick. I think Odell got the potential to be the number one receiver on the team. It is reports coming out of the camp that uh, Donovan People Jones is balling out. Yeah. We know Landry is just a possession receiver, but as yeah. far as the number one, Explosive I think guy. that ideally you would want Odell Beckham Jr. to be the number one receiver. So if you, you got a number one receiver in the sixth round, it's a good pick. Uh, after that, we had my quarterback go, not on my team, but the team of my heart, that Coda <laughs> Let me ask you. Let me ask you about your quarterback, though. I mean, do you, clean? do you think he's going to miss any games starting the no. season? You think he's going to be ready for a season opener? Yes. Okay. I think he's going to play in preseason. Okay. Hey, look, I I always defend him. I'm not a Cowboy fan, but I defend him to, to Cowboy Everybody's fans. Everybody's a Cowboys fan. But, again, I – I even like him even more after I seen him on Hard Knocks. I, I like him even more. I like I said his personality. I, I, like pers- I like his personality. I like everything. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, that guy, hey, you interesting guy. But yeah. So uh drop a couple four letter words. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's he's real edgy, ain't he? <laughs> so right, I have to I'm not coming out this bitch. Yeah, he told me I never asked you to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I like I like that competitor. But yeah, after him, uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. we had uh, Josh Jacobs go right after that, and then uh, I was right back on the board, and I ended up getting uh, Robbie Anderson. So he got Sam Donald as quarterback. My no. <laughs> so last year he did have a thousand receptions. I mean, he had a hundred receptions with a thousand yards. I was about to say, yeah, nah, he, he had a crazy. He had a thousand yards with a hundred receptions last year. And uh, again, man, I'm in the seventh round. I'm looking for value. Okay, I'm looking for value. I got my running back situation tied up. So right now, I'm just looking for some value at wide receivers, or you know, who I think that can I can if I have to use them, I can plug them in there, and I, I don't have to worry about him giving me a big old goose egg. So, so we pretty much just went the adverse of each other. Now you're did. just trying to find value at receiver. Yes. Whereas my receiving core is goaded. You yeah, man. But I think oh, I will say this this year, man. It's a lot of value in late round receivers, man. It's a lot of good receivers in the NFL this year. I mean, it is. So I've been through the boneyard of the waiver wire, wire running back situation, and I don't like it. I don't like going through that boneyard. It's just it makes me feel like I have no chance week to week. I, I agree. I agree that it's easier to find. It is a receiver on the waiver wire than it is to find a running back. The one thing is uh, I think that it's a lot it's a lot better receivers than it is, you know, good running backs. Yeah. But you're one injury away from getting the Mike Davis, right? You're one injury <laughs> away from getting uh, James Robinson. We talked yeah. Like you so I think that for running backs Wide receivers across the board are generally good. Yeah. Given a given a fucked up injury and you never want to wish that on nobody, mm-hmm. you can end up with a league changing running back. You can end up with a David Johnson. Yeah. You can end up, like I can go year after year where somebody's got hurt and the person who got that back up just had a cheat code. It's like, man, that guy picked up 
like I said, Mike Davis for the Carolina Panthers yeah. last year. Like he just kind of came out of nowhere, and it's like, man, how the hell did he end up on Deontay's team? He just went there. It's <laughs> like, just him off that team. He too good to be on that sorry team. Well, I be seeing players on sorry teams sometimes in fantasy, and I just want to go up and be like, man, you know you better. Than this, yeah, right? like you just over here die. Uh, after Robbie Anderson, Tom Brady went off the board. Juju Smith Schuster, Aaron Rodgers, Cortland Sutherland. Uh, I was back on the board. Again, uh, I'm looking for running back at this point, and I, I'm really liking how my draft is turning out. Mm-hmm. Uh, reason being, I went I went with so many wide receivers early that I think it's going to be daunting any person who I come up against. Yeah. I'm like, damn, this dude with these damn receivers. <laughs> but I ended up with three starting running backs. I went with Miles Gaskins this time. Again, the running backs that I'm looking for now are pass catching backs. Somebody yeah. who's going to give me – I know that none of them are really workhorses, yeah. but in the full PPR – Give me some running backs who can catch a few passes. And- do you do you think it's a chance? Because you know they signed Mike uh, uh, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown, yes. Is there any chance he could still still a starting start job from Malcolm Brown? Is a journeyman. He's journeyman. Okay, I, he, I he can take some gotta, touches. But again, I'm wearing the seventh round. Yeah, I don't think that I'm getting a workhorse. If yeah. these guys turn out to be a workhorse, then I super won. That's but right. I'm just getting starters. Yeah. So now like, I need three, I need starters. And, and, and I want starters who can catch. Yeah. So at this point, that's all I'm looking for, starters who are going to catch a couple balls. I got to find out a better way to say catch passes. <laughs> starters who's going to receive some. Oh, man, ain't no wrong with you saying everybody like to catch balls. I mean, well, yeah, that's, that's what you think they're doing, catching balls. <laughs> <laughs> After him, man, we had uh, Justin Herbert. Michael Thomas. Oh, my God. Seventh round for Michael Thomas? Jesus Christ. Drew Brees. And what, like, what's going on? Seventh round? Hey, I don't know if you've seen playoff game. I mean. Oh, man. Our boy Jameis has a monster one. Oh, my <laughs> God. That dude can throw the ball. Yeah, Seven look, he more. can. That he boy can. got a monster one. Yeah, he can. He get drafted. Behind a mighty head father. Yeah, mighty head father. Michael Thomas, he went. Damn, homie, in high school, you was the man. Homie. What happened? What the fuck happened to you? <laughs> so right after that, we had a... <laughs> yeah, we had uh, Russell Wilson go off the board. And then uh, after that, we got uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, Jared Judy. And then we had Mike Davis. And then it's right back on you, Sean. Who did you take? Well, Tim, at this point, I'm with another pass catching running back. It's <laughs> a great running back uh, with the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. Um, part of the reason I went with Chase Edmonds again is because he can catch passes. Another reason I went yeah. with Chase Edmonds is because I didn't want him to go to the guy who picked up Kyler Murray. I always, <laughs> yeah, he did. I always love when you got an art. Hey, you do? Yeah, okay. So that's that's how you you play a chess, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so when we, I played, that means we played fantasy football together too damn long for you to know you and we look we we drafted at the same time we were in different locations so this guy already knew kind of what I was gonna do with that one. Okay, I like it. So, I like yeah. I, sometimes you have to you have to play chess. I get you. And when you play the person who you purposely railroaded, you start chasing. <laughs> so that every time Kyler does a guy, like, yeah, him, that's my guy. You just smile and be like, Kyler is doing us a solid today. Does like, James Conner does he does he uh bring any any concern to you? I, I can see I can see James Conner as the red zone back. Yeah, I can I can they don't him. use they don't use Chase Edmonds at all in the red zone. Yeah, I can see him stealing some uh touchdowns for sure. 
Uh, I don't think James Conner is better than King and Drake. And even with King and Drake on the field, yeah. I should Chase Edmonds still have a lot of burn. Okay. I think that it's going to be Chase Edmonds' backfield. I think that if if and when Conner is healthy, he will steal some goal line touches. But all in all, I don't think – we. you got to think, bro. We're talking about Cliff Kingsbury here, who mm-hmm. comes from a running gun, I want to pass every play offense. Mm-hmm. Chase Edmonds, to me, fits what Cliff Kingsbury wants to do more than James Conner because – He's never going to get in the eye formation and just feed this guy the ball like James kind of got in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He wants to go shotgun every play. <laughs> you know, we're talking about Cliff Kingsbury, yeah. Texas Tech. I just think Chase Edmonds fits what he wants to do better. Okay. And I, I hope he do. Uh, after that, we had Devontae Smith, who's injured, Melvin Gordon, who Tim loves. Um, yeah, eighth round, man. That, man. Hey, man, that's what happened when they draft the uh, running back in the second round. First defense off the board. Is uh, the Los Angeles Rams? Oh, that's that that boy stretch. Who? What team was that? That boy stretching. He going defense already. See, but I kind of like the hell now. Like that. Listen, let me tell you what I like. You're crazy. I like, again, and this is only in leagues where defenses matter, right? So in our league, defenses matter. A good defense can win you some weeks, right? I like being the one who changes the you know like. Ugh. You know, I want to set the trend and get defense. Yeah, I want to get defense right now. So, Rams. All these uh, good players left. James Robinson uh, went, and then it was Tim with his Hell yeah, and I got my man Debo. Debo Samuel, San Francisco. Look, only thing, if, again, and we keep going back to this, but if he's healthy, Kyle Shanahan is going to get him the ball. I mean, that boy, look, throw it to him and uh, screen pass or slant, whatever. He is a natural athlete. And, yes, I know he's been hurt in high school. He's been hurt in college. He's been hurt in the pros. But he's a baller. So, again, our strategy has changed. Again, I'm getting this guy late, late in the eighth round. If he gives me anything, that's value. But, yeah, I like I like Debo. All right. After you pick Debo, we had DJ Chark. Tyler Boyd, mm-hmm. and you were back on the board getting somebody who I see you getting in almost every. <laughs> yes, sure. I can't tell us about Carter. Yeah, uh, hey, Michael Carter from the Jets, ninth round running back. I, I, uh, look, Perryman and Coleman—they're not going to start over him. He's going to be the starter. He's going to come in as a rookie. They played North Carolina. He was a good pass catcher. I mean, depth chart wise, I see him as a starter. PPR league. A catching running back in the ninth round, value, folks. Look for value. We're getting late in the drafts. Start looking for these value picks, man. You you never know. Like I said, I, I like to plan for for the future. So one of my running backs is out maybe two weeks or three weeks. I have to have some value to put in there to keep my team afloat. So, yeah, and, again, we'll see because he's a rookie and the Jets suck. <laughs> they do suck. So – yeah, right after that, we had uh, Javante Williams from uh, Denver and uh, followed up by Brandon Cook, Will Fuller, Antonio Brown, and then we had the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, second defense that taking off the me. board. Oh, that, that is, is you. Me. That is you. That I, didn't is even, me. I didn't even think you were taking no defense. Because, there. again, this is what I say. It, part of drafting is knowing what you want. Part okay. of it is knowing your league. Uh-huh. Part of it is, you know, you got to take your league into account. Because okay. everybody's ADP don't work for what your league does. Yeah. In our league, you get points for, like, more points for sex. You yeah. get more points for defensive plays. In the Steelers' defense, 
to me, was the best defense in the league last year. Uh, and I just, again, I want to be the first one to get these players that I think are game changers on yeah. the board. And, again, this might not work for everybody in yeah, every it works league, for you. but in our league, when you're looking at those wide receivers and this nigga got the Pittsburgh facilities defense, I think that it's like, yeah. oh, shh, I, I hate this. I think in this draft, I'm glad you, you guys were able to be with us because you get to see the different philosophies in drafting. My philosophy and Sean's philosophy is like wide receiver heavy, running back heavy. Defense, late, <laughs> late, late. I don't late. But, yeah, hey, you have to draft what works for you also, too. Like, I mean, at the end of the I day. I the defense before I picked the quarterback. You did. And, but, again, that's your philosophy because we know you. You, um, you missed the streamer. Um, I stream a quarterback before you know it. I, I, I don't care who it is. Give me um, anybody. All these quarterbacks are the same. Okay. All the same. Uh, after I picked the Pittsburgh Steelers, we had Curtis Samuel, LaVisca Chenault Jr., Chenault. Trey Sermon, Boomer Sooner, uh, Jarvis Landry, Corey Davis, Damian Harris. And so now we're in the 10th round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still don't have a quarterback. Okay, okay. Time, so I want to go ahead and get a quarterback. Uh, this is a quarterback who I, you know, I actually like. Like, this isn't somebody who just failed to me. Yeah. Somebody who I think can have a real good season. He got A.J. Brown. Yeah. He picked up Julio in the offseason. Um, I don't know that Derrick Henry can get 378 touches again. I think they're going to have to have a more balanced offense. I don't never think that they're going to be a pass-first offense. Yeah. But they got to be more balanced. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they signed Julio. So, yeah. They, they signed Julio. And this quarterback can actually run the ball, too. So I went ahead and went with Ryan Tannehill, getting him in the 10th round. I just – again, this is why I don't pick quarterbacks early. I, yeah. I haven't had to – I could secure some depth at the running back, all these different positions, and I got a quarterback who I think could be a top-10 quarterback. Yeah, and I actually drafted him in a couple of drafts that I – when those top guys were gone, when you had your uh, Mahomes and Kyler Murray's gone and Rodgers gone, I – I just waited, 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 and end up getting Tannehill. I mean, he's going late in drafts, but he is a value late. You get him in the 10th left round, you winning. I mean, that's that's a great quarterback to get late. He, like you said, he, and he had Julio on top of that. They add Julio with A.J. Brown. I mean, it's that's potent offense. And if you think that A.J. Brown can be a top 10 receiver, which mm-hmm. I think that most people think he are. Yeah. Brian Tannehill is going to be the one. <laughs> the one the yeah. And then, you know, people don't know uh, – Ryan Tannehill was a wide receiver when he played at Texas A&M. He yeah. switched to quarterback. Uh, so, you know, he got wheels. The guy can run. He does. He doesn't run as much in the NFL as he did in college, but he always has the potential to get you 20, 25 yards a game, which is just, you know, extra points. So, I like uh, Tannehill there. Yeah. Uh, after him, we had Jalen Waddle, the Bucks defense. So, defenses. And this is what I mean with the defenses, like, once one go off the board, yeah. it just kind of changes the draft because now people are trying to get their defenses who they believe yeah. in. And I just want to get my first. Michael Gallup, Michael Pittman Jr., and then you were back on the board with your 10th round pick. Yeah, at that point, I mean, I needed a tight end. So I end up getting Robert Tunyon. And, I mean, he's touchdown dependent. I mean, out of out of uh, most of his games last year, nine out of 16 games, he averaged a touchdown. Uh, he, he only had maybe 50 – I think he had 52 catches, so – he doesn't catch a lot of volume, but he does catch touchdowns. So, I, and Rodgers is throwing him the ball. Again, I just need some type of value at tight end. All the good tight ends are gone. Just try to find you somebody that's not going to give you a goose egg. Because I've had plenty of tight ends like that. I'm like, 
he gave me nothing. I, not one catch for negative one yard. <laughs> like so, again, man. I know tight ends is tough. You get to you just reaching for straws, man. Once you get past your, your top guys, yeah. We you, said before, once you get yeah, past the top three. All the rest of them. Yeah. Same, same yeah, way yeah. I feel like quarterbacks. Is, uh, it's the same thing with tight ends. You have the big three, Kelsey, Waller, and Kittle. After that, everybody, you're just kind of hoping for a touchdown. Yeah. Right? And, and, and Tanyan, like you said, he has Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. It's a great pick, especially in the 10th round. He can be as good as any of the rest of those guys, yeah. for sure. Right after that, uh, we had uh, Mike Williams. Then we had another tight end come off the board and Logan Thomas. And then I was next up again. I ended up getting – Raheem Mostert. So, again, I'm just looking for some value right now. It's late in the 11th round. Cal, I mean, you got Cal Shanahan running game. He he could be early, early in the season, top 12 running back. He had, He's good for having those early explosive games. He's so fast. So, my strategy with him, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of, strat- a lot of times, the shot can attest to this, when they're hot early, that's when you go for those trades. Yeah. <laughs> so I want him to have the first three weeks. I want him to go off. I want him to go. Just, people just thought his, his name is on a lot of people's mouths, you know, pause. But that's when you can use him as a trade bait. You can go ahead and get a guy that you kind of was like, man, I wish I would have drafted him, a.k.a. C.D. Lamb. And then you get that guy. You know what we need? We need a soundboard, and I need to put a, a message. Like right there. <laughs> message. My message right there would be to identify the suckers in your league. Mm. Identify the people. The suckers. Identify the people who can't help but to trade. Yes, they get hype, man. And that hype. Their players. The moment somebody who you know is sketchy, and yeah. Best, the moment they have a hot week, go and flip them with the suck in your league who's going to trade, who just got to make a trade. Uh, can't help themselves. Can't help themselves. You know, and you got to identify that person and be the one to take advantage of. Like, so what if people say you're a fantasy devil? Devil <laughs> <laughs> is a fantasy Lucifer, Listen, right? <laughs> you take, you take, yeah, you take. He's a shark, though. Because, listen, those other guys were fantasy devils. So they <laughs> they want to take from Darrell's team. Can't. But you want to get everybody good before Darrell's Hey, you got somebody else. You throwing these names out. People, you got to let these people know these are people in our league that we I play with. <laughs> We played with these people oh, for over ten years, so I hope when they listen, they're gonna be upset with you, man. But they, you, they are gonna be upset. Yeah, Sean is the fantasy devil. Time, we try to tell them, like, man, you trade with the fantasy devil, you know that, right? But you want to know something, bro? I'm like a likable guy, right? <laughs> so people know that. So, so that's what the devil said. People know that they're getting screwed, but they're like, oh, shit, like, like they oh. positioning. And then I know I screw my black bro. I ain't gonna lie, you might have got me on that one. Yeah. Like who's gonna purposely say something? But hey, man, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Jalen Hurts off the board like that pick. David Johnson, Zach Moss, Dallas Goddard. I was back on the board. I'm still thin at best on running back. Yeah. Um, still just looking for somebody who can catch passes. Uh, he's a Super Bowl champion. I know he's splitting time with Leonard Fournette. It's I crowded. don't necessarily like this pick, but hey. We are in the eleventh round. And yeah, I'm you late picked up Ronald Jones. So, um, shit, yeah. <laughs> shit, yeah, man. That's what, that's what we got. That's what we're around. We want to get Emmitt Smith. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Ain't nobody here. <laughs> Not a steal. I mean, since eleventh round, picked up Ronald Jones. Hopefully, he can give me a couple. Yeah, man, you can. Yeah, man, plug him in again. Though, but hey, he get hot early, man. You know what you can do? Flip him. 
Yeah, no, nigga, we're gonna get me too. Where the fuck up that? Hey, where are we stopping? Deep? Where are we stop? Did you, and then you said, where are we stopping? The nigga, no, we ain't stopping no. Oh, I'm Where are we stopping? Deep Where was we at? Uh, but yeah, we no, a, a girl on the show would be dope, especially if she knew her shit, bro. Uh, I think we stopped with uh, Ronald Jones because I said, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Fucking Jones. He said, what the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> 11th round, I don't, I don't know. I do like who I got in 12th round, but after Ronald Jones, we had Noah Fant. Yes. Irv Smith Jr. Baltimore Ravens defense off the board and at the turn. Uh, Leonard Fournette went. Like I said, I'm not even mad at the team for getting Leonard Fournette because it's a toss-up. Yeah, it's if, a toss-up. If one of those players got hurt, he had knock on wood. Never hoping for that, but it happens. Yeah, every it does day. happen. Uh, shit, one of us might end up with a fucking top back if one of those. <laughs> yeah. If we rock to the paper, it's like that thing. I got it. Uh, King and Drake. James Conner, and then I was back up in the twelfth round. I got my guy, Marquise Hollywood Brown, who's always a play away from. The yeah, I mean, twelfth round. I'm, I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised he was that low. I mean, twelfth round. 12th but round. I mean, I have heard uh, Sammy Watkins has looked like the best receiver in camp. But I mean, hey, that's Sammy Watkins. He's gonna look like the best receiver for like two weeks, and then and he if, gonna be if hurt. If I can get Marquise Brown, that's great because you heard of Bateman. First round pick from Minnesota got injured. Yeah. They're talking about he might miss six to seven weeks. And, you know, whenever they say the six to seven week thing, in my mind, that's the season because even when they come back, yeah. it's not like they're going to come back and tear the world on fire. Yeah, they got it. It might take them a few extra weeks to kind of get back into football. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you, after six, seven weeks playing fantasy football, you ain't even thinking about him no more. you like, I don't got off the team. So. Yeah. so, yeah, right out there, we had uh, AJ Dillon. Mr. Calf Man. <laughs> we had Gus Edwards, David Singletary, uh, Jamal Williams from Detroit, who I think is going to have a decent season for the for the Lions. And then I was next up. I ended up grabbing uh, Devontae Parker from Miami. Uh, he, like I said, he was the number one wide receiver last year. Will he be the number one this year? I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? But you like Tua? I, I like Tua. He's okay. I, I know, you know, there's been some rumblings about him at camp. You know, as far as you know, what Tua should have did? What stayed nothing? No, what with playing? He should have. He should have left Alabama like uh, Jalen Hurts and came to play with Lincoln Riley, who actually could have taught him how to play quarterback. Ooh, yeah. I mean, but I mean, how do you do that? Look though? at what Lincoln Riley's doing, bro. Look at what he's doing with quarterbacks. And and let's just be honest. Let's just take a moment and be honest. Name to me the last great Alabama quarterback who did well in the league. Uh, Jalen Hurst. <laughs> no, no, you don't have that many. I agree. You don't. You don't. Have nah, you don't. You don't. You, don't, have you, don't. Uh, you had AJ McCarry. He couldn't even beat the Red Rifle out of him. You know? so, but uh, uh, you went with Devontae Parker, who mm-hmm. I think is a good pick. Again, you could have, potentially have a number one receiver on the team you could. in the 12th round. So that's always good. Naheem Hines, uh, James White. Uh, and then you went with your first defense. Who did you pick? Yeah, I ended up got, getting a Washington football club in the 13th round. That's why I say, oh, folks, man. I wait on them defenses. I mean, I look, I ain't going to lie. If it was a player that I like, like say if it was another player, I was like, ooh, I kind of like it. I got a, I got a feeling about him. I would have probably took, took him in. You, as you can tell, as you can attest, Sean, I use I grab a defense off the waiver wire. But I know our league is the – is defense dependent? They can throw up a whole bunch of points, but I also know, again, injuries play a factor in why I do this. Is because I need some value. When something happens, 
I like to have one in the chamber. Bam! Be able to bust them in that lineup, man. So, yeah, I ended up getting watched in the 13th round, which, hey, man. Washington front seven is crazy. Crazy. I got them late. Chase Young is a dog. I hate that they are in the uh, NFC East, but whatever. I hate that the defense is in the NFC East. Mm, Chase Young is a beast. Tripping on Ryan Fitzpatrick. He got four seats. Then after him, we had Tyler Higby, Daryl Mooney, Marvin Jones Jr., Tony Pollard. Uh, my pick was up next. Again, at this point, we're in the 12th round. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of over the draft altogether. <laughs> He's saying, like, I'm just, I'm auto picking. <laughs> so at this point, I ain't, I ain't going for you. You want to know what I did, bro? What'd you do? I looked for the player with the most vowels in his name. I want, <laughs> uh, can I get him? Yeah. I, I said, bro, if this is Will of Fortune, like, you yeah. can buy an I, an E, a Yeah, so I went with Mike Gusecki. There you Again, go. Again, I like Mike Gusecki. All these uh, tight ends at that point is the same. I know yeah. I did get Kittle early. Uh, Mike Gusecki, on a week-to-week basis, yeah. like, he's had multiple touchdown weeks, like, where he scored two touchdowns. So, I mean, he's not a bad pick right there. But, again, you know, he's not a game-changer. <laughs> the computer said, hey, you need to fill this tight end position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, that, at that point, I'm just fucking picking slots. <laughs> I was yeah, we had uh, Matthew Stafford go right after that uh, with Philip Lindsay in Houston. Oh, man, Philip Lindsay. You, I thought he was going to be the man in Denver. I ain't going to lie. Then we got Smoking Joe Burrow. And then we have uh, Kenneth Gaining the will. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look him up because now I'm interested because I, I, I almost said Kenneth Galladay. And then we had the 49ers defense, Buffalo Bills defense, and we have Trevor Lawrence. He's getting drafted. That's who I picked this Trevor Lawrence. That is with, you man, know I thought I, you auto-picked that you shit, too. You want to know why I picked him? Auto-pick. Auto-pick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, hey, let me go ahead and get Sunshine, man. Let me get Sunshine. I don't right. know what he might get. Indianapolis Colts went, then Hunter Henry, Trey Lance. See, at this point, people just, <laughs> yeah. people just going off of what he yeah. could be like. It, it, you never know. Uh, New England Patriots is off the board now, and then Tim with his last pick. Yeah, I got the Tavius Murray, man. Just yeah. That's just the case. Hey, Alvin might get hurt. You know, you never know. If hey, he get hurt, boom. Touchdown so. machine. Touchdown he is, machine. man. Big red zone body. So, just kind of wrapping the draft up, like I said, you went running back heavy early. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I did notice is you didn't get any handcuffs. Are you a big handcuff in the draft? No. Now, you just want to go with the best available? No, nah, I go best available. I'm not a big handcuff guy. Like I said, I, I'm not a big handcuff guy because, as you've seen, I'm trying to get that value later. So, if my starter, my guy goes out, I'm not looking for his backup. I'm looking for, for a starter for another team to put in there. Like I don't want they're backup for you know for a reason. So no, I don't I don't uh I, I usually I, yeah I never get any handcuffs. I never do. And then something else that I notice is uh me or you, and it just didn't work out for me. I mean it's definitely quarterbacks who I would have liked to get a quarterback receiver stack, but yeah, neither one of us got that quarterback receiver stack. Yeah, did you ever I, go into a draft like thinking that like if you are yeah. a big believer in Justin Jefferson, yeah, did you maybe think I'm I, yeah, I did I, like I said if 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 Kyler wasn't th- there and, and I had to get a late quarterback, then yeah, I would have, you know, well, I'd try to grab a stat. So I, I I did. And even going back, like say if I drop one of these players and he's on the waiver wire, I'll probably pick him up. If, if the matchup is good, I go ahead and, and run that stack. So, and again, we've seen your strategy. You love them wide receivers, man, but I cannot knock you because them wide receivers have gotten you to a championship game before and won your championship, I may add. So it's just different philosophies on, like, how you like to play. But like I said, what my main thing is getting value 
late in the draft. Uh, and again, you cannot lose. You cannot win your draft the first two two rounds, but you can lose it. I mean, sometimes we overthink players that we know are the players we should draft, and we try to be smarter than what we really are, and then we end up getting a player. Boom! It, it, it ruins your whole team, and now you're scrambling. So, right. And and I agree. And like you said, it's 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 a lot of different strategies that can potentially put you in a position to win your championship, right? Uh, going up a team with Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon at that one-two punch, yeah. like it, it, that's a that's hard to go up against because you're like, man, either one of these dudes, because receivers are different, right? They might not catch any passes. Yeah, running backs when you going up when you're faced with those two <laughs> running backs, it's like they're going to hand the ball off to them. If yeah. they get in the goal line, I'm like, man, I know this dude. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to score a touchdown. Because and that's what you that's when you start turning the volume of your TV down. Like, oh god! No, that's when you change the channel on your Sunday ticket. Like, man, I, uh, I watch it. I just mute it. I don't want to hear the crowd react. I don't want to hear nothing. I just mute it. But yeah, but yeah, like stick with us. You know, uh, week after week, we're going to kind of give you updates on what's going on. Uh, our areas to the streets. Like, this is what we do. This yeah, man, we, we like so, to have fun. So we're going to know who's injured, who's doing what. We're going to be able to update you guys on all that and let you know uh, everything that you need to know to make the right decisions on a week-to-week basis. Uh, and, you know, just kind of march on to a – man, we got to come up with a good uh, name for the championships that we produce at this league. So, like, uh, castaway shit. Castaway shit. That shit sounds stupid. Ah. What are we gonna call our championships? Let's call them bitches Sean's. Not bro. Footballers Island don't have uh, no. They're not Sean's. They're I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we have to figure that out we later. We want to find a good way for <laughs> you guys to win your Sean's. <laughs> hey, uh, we appreciate you guys for joining us. Uh, we'll be back. Peace.